This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hannibal Qaisi, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. It is December 21st, a Monday. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm very excited for today's show. Now, Omni isn't here. She's taking a long and deserved break, but we will be seeing her next year. But let's talk about the UAE and how more motorists are setting their sights on an electric vehicle and how Apple Apple has temporarily shut down their California store because of concerns over a virus surge. And for our Tech This Out segment, we are going to be talking about how aliens are calling because there has been a first potential radio signal from an expo plan and it has been detected. I'm very excited to get in that with that story. Now for our gadget of the day, we're going to be talking about Japanese smart toilets. Yes, you heard me correct, ladies and gentlemen, a Japanese smart toilet. That's very interesting. And for our app of the day, iOS 14.3 is turning the iPhone 12 Pro and Pro Max into even better cameras. Lots to talk about on the show today, ladies and gentlemen. Text in at 4215 or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Let us know your thoughts and which story you're excited about the most. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, I'm going to give you all the latest news in the tech world. Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Bits and bytes do connect our world, ladies and gentlemen. Now, before the break, I did ask you guys to text us in at 4215. Let us know you got guys' thoughts. I'm going to give a quick shout-out to Mahra and Afra tuning in right now. And I do believe they're most excited about the tourist, the motorist uh, cars in the UAE and how a lot of people are opting for electric vehicles. Now, patrol heads across the UAE are increasingly looking at the offerings of electric vehicles in market with many saying that they are considering buying one as their second vehicle. Now, I do have a lot of friends who do consider themselves buying an electric car, a Tesla, as their second vehicle. Now, according to a new research, the trend does go more towards environmentally friendly and fuel-efficient vehicles, but concerns about battery range and price will kind of slow down the widespread adoption of EVs. And I'm 100% with this research because the kind of the first things that I did think about when kind of opting for a Tesla or an electric vehicle is reliability because you always have to remember and I as a person like to always think about the worst case scenario. For example, I have a couple of things to do in my day. If I need patrol, I'll go to a gas station, fill it up and continue on my merry way. But let's talk about if I have a battery electric vehicle. So I'll have to charge my vehicle and we do know that it does take time. Now right here in the UAE, we have a lot of patrol stations that do provide a, uh, a, a charging station. But again, talking about the worst case scenario. So I do believe that it's not the best to kind of rely on. But the paper did show that 82% of UAE respondents are considering an electric vehicle as their net vehicle, while 90% are considering a hybrid, which will be a mixture of patrol and electricity. Now, the research also did find out that those in the UAE are more likely than any other country surveyed to pay even a little bit more for fuel efficiency. Now, the UAE is also the most willing region to pay more for connected technology features in their next vehicle. 
Although 77% do believe that the tech they have access to on their smartphone should come as a standard. Now, while the GCC region has been predominantly seen as an oil-based economy for over a decade, renewable energy and even clean transportation technologies are having concerned about pollution and climate change. And there is a support for sustainable growth and is now driving the new economic agenda with even governments fully focused on economic diversification with the introduction of renewable energy sources high on the priority list. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, we're talking about for a hand-in-hand experience and something I've seen, again, with my own eyes. I'm seeing a lot of electric vehicles in the UAE. I'm seeing a lot of Tesla cars. And uh, for hybrid cars, I do think the Audi, there's an Audi car that does come as a hybrid in a fully electric car. And I've been seeing them a lot. And I do like that a lot of us are adopting two electric vehicles. But me personally, using an electric vehicle as my main car, I don't think right now is the time or am I ready for one right now? Because again, there's a lot of ins and outs when it does come to buying an electric car because again, reliability wise, how reliable is an electric car going to be if I need to do a lot of things on my list or if I'm going to be out all day? Now we do know that there's a lot of companies that do provide that 700 kilometer range or even up to 1000 kilometer range. But again, I just don't know. But let me know your guys thoughts 4215 or on our Instagram at Pulse 95 Radio. What do you think about using an electric car as a first car as your main car or would you rather opt as a second vehicle? Now, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, we're still in the coronavirus pandemic, unfortunately. And because of the new manipulation or the mutation of the coronavirus, Apple has temporarily shut down all stores in California because of that virus surge. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're seeing that this mutation is making a big ruckus in the tech world. And Apple has temporarily shut down all of its 53 stores in California because of a coronavirus outbreak and even 16 stores in the United Kingdom. Now, we do know that uh, the United Kingdom is going into tier four of a lockdown. And the company did say it was temporarily shutting down some stores in California and sending the iPhone makers shares down in trading after the bell. Now, we've seen that a lot recently after a country or even a store closed down the stocks pummel. Now, this announcement did cover at least 12 stores. Now, customers would still be able to pick up existing orders for the next few days, but the statement did not mention when Apple does expect the stores to reopen. Now, coronavirus cases are increasing in the U.S. and in the United Kingdom, with the U.S. having over 17.4 million infections and about 314,000 fatalities. An unfortunate number, unfortunately. But, ladies and gentlemen, let me know your guys' thoughts. 4215, or on our Instagram. At Pulse95 Radio, what do you think about this? What do you think about Apple closing its stores? And I really want to know, this is something that is on my mind. Would you opt for an electric vehicle as your main car or as your second car? Me, personally, I'll use it as my second car. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're going to be telling you about aliens, ladies and gentlemen. You're You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Check this out. Ladies and gentlemen, across the UAE and across the world, wherever you're listening, and even maybe aliens, aliens, if you are tuning in, this story is for you because there has been a first potential radio signal 
from an expo planet which was detected and a lot of people are expecting and a lot of scientists are expecting that it is aliens calling now an international team of scientists have collected the first possible radio signal from a planet beyond our solar system now it is emitting from an expo planet system about 51 light years away and if you don't know how much 51 light years away well it is pretty far now using the low frequency array a radio telescope in the netherlands have uncovered an emission of bursts from the Tawabut star system, holding a so-called hot Jupiter, which is a gaseous planet that is very close to its own sun. Now, the team led by researchers from the Cornell University in the U.S. have also observed another potential exoplanetary radio emission, which does candidate in the constellation Cancer and Upsilon Andromeda systems. So, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, what you can understand from this is that radio signals from an exoplanet are being received from an exoplanet to the world. Now, the study does publish in the journal that only that that only exoplanet system did exhibit a significant radio signature, which was a, pot a unique potential window on the planet's magnetic field. Now, they did say that they present one of the first hints of detecting an exoplanet in the radio realm. And the signal is from that system, which does contain a binary star system and an exoplanet. And they will make sure the case for an emission by the planet itself. So they have confirmed it. And it is confirmed through follow-up observations that the radio detection opens up a new window on exoplanets and does provide a novel way to examine alien worlds that are tens of light years away. Now, observing an exoplanet's magnetic field does actually help astronomers decipher a planet's interior and even astrophoric properties as well as the physics of star-planet interactions. Now, a quick fact, Earth's magnetic field does protect it from solar wind dangers which does keep the planet Earth habitable. Now, the magnetic field on Earth, like exoplanets, may contribute to their possible habitability by shielding their own atmosphere from solar wind and even cosmic rays and protecting the planet from astrophoric loss. Now, even two years ago, uh, Turner and his colleagues did examine the radio emission sign signature from Jupiter and scaled those emissions to mimic the possible signatures from a distant Jupiter-like exoplanet. Now, what happened was that those results became the template for searching radio emission from exoplanets 40 to 100 light years away. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I love the thought of aliens. Now, I did watch uh, a Netflix documentary. I do believe it was called Unacknowledged. And it did talk about aliens and how aliens do exist. Now, I personally believe that aliens exist. And I do believe that uh, they, le they let us live in peace. Because obviously, if aliens 50 to 100 light years away from us uh, could be in contact with us, well, obviously, they are peaceful. Because if they weren't, obviously their technology is so far advanced more than us. Because obviously, uh, they 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 found a way to reach us 50 to 100 light years away. So I want to know you guys' thoughts. 4215 Durat Salat or on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. Do you believe that aliens exist or do you not? And if you don't believe so, why? I personally believe aliens exist, and I do believe that they let us live kind of in peace. Now, I'm going to kind of bring a, 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 an example. You know how we have a zoo and we have animals in the zoos and we watch the animals and we don't kind of interfere with them or kind of, let's put zoo on the side, a wildlife sanctuary. 
we kind of watch the animals and, and we watch them live in peace. I kind of feel like it's the same thing. We have aliens that watch us and let us live in peace just because they don't want to harm us, just like we don't want to harm animals. But again, that is my personal opinion. I want to know your guys' thoughts. Do text us in. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking about a smart Japanese toilet. Yes, you've heard that correct. A smart Japanese toilet. This is Pulse 95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. New tech you might want to play with or even use. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we've always talked about smart gadgets, smart wearables, from phones to watches to shirts. But ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about a smart Japanese toilet and how using a smart Japanese toilet can seem overwhelming at first. With so many buttons at your disposal from the bidet function all the way to the deodorizer, the whole experience can resemble sitting at the helm of something straight out of Star Wars. Fear not though, because with this kind of guide I'm going to be talking about, you'll soon become king of the Japanese porcelain throne. Now, again, a lot of people are probably wondering, and we did kind of get a couple of texts asking, why would someone need a smart Japanese toilet or a smart toilet in general? Well. The smart Japanese toilet has become something of kind of a running gag in Western pop culture because of the inherent silliness and horror of attributing intelligence to something that kind of directly handles our waste. But according to a whole bunch of movies, TV shows, and even cartoons, Japanese toilets can do anything like heat up the seat, self-clean, or even do your taxes. Those are for the Americans who are listening. But if they continue on their current trajectory, Soon they'll be so smart that we'll have to start apologizing to them. That's what kind of uh, my guess is. But in 2017, the Japanese company called Toto, which is the world's largest toilet manufacturer, did report profits totaling $311 million. And it was mainly due to them hitting the 50 million mark on their sales of their electronic bidet, which was built in the toilet seat, which actually is found in 70% to 80% of Japanese homes. Now, the first thing you're going to see in this smart toilet is the washlet. And once you've done your business, it's time to get clean by using this kind of bidet function. And many proponents of bidet hall hail them as an alternative to toilet paper. But in Japanese culture, they are the team and you use both. But for the flushing function, Japanese toilets do use the deodorizer, which does filter all the unpleasant smells so you don't have to resort to leaving uh, an unpleasant smell in the bathroom. And first, and uh, the, uh, the fourth option actually is the cleanup. Now, one of Japan's best kept secrets are their self-cleaning features. And it's kind of a technology that Toto did develop, which is the manufacturer of these smart toilets back in 1999. So we're talking about around 21 years ago. And uh, it kind of, it, 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 it cleans itself. The, the bowl cleans itself and uses its own chemicals and stainless technology to, to, to remove any stains on the toilet. And it, 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 I think, it, I believe, it rotates the toilet seat and cleans it again and uh, desanitizes it. And it's actually very interesting how nowadays we're using technology even in toilets and it can heat up the toilet seat, play music, and it does come at a hefty price tag though. It does retail for about $6,000 and a lot of people are saying for that price it should be doing a lot of things. But 
I'm gonna leave the opinions for you guys. I wanna know what you guys thought about a smart Japanese toilet or a smart toilet in general. But apparently in Japan, a lot of people are using these smart toilets. I personally would not pay $6,000 for a smart toilet. 6,000, I do believe it goes for around 20,000 dirhams, our money, UAE. So uh, I think it's just a little bit too absurd and uh, it's a very hefty price tag for a toilet. But let me know your guys' thoughts. 4215, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Would you use a smart toilet? If so, why? But if you don't want to use one, I do know why. Because obviously, kind of a little bit scary. We're going to be taking a short break. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about iOS 14.3 and how it's going to be a game changer for iPhone 12 Pro and Pro Max. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? If you have an iPhone 12 Pro or Pro Max, well, I got some very good news for you. Because iOS 14.3 is turning the iPhone 12 Pro and Pro Max into even better cameras. Now, iOS 14 was under a lot of fire because, number one, the battery issues. We did talk about the battery issues and the notification issues when it did come to iOS 14. So, obviously... Apple is coming out with iOS 14.3 to hotfix all those other problems. But let's look at the bright side of iOS 14 and how it's going to turn these two phones into better cameras. Now, I thankfully do have the iPhone 12 Pro Max, so I'm very excited to see what we have in store. Now, consider yourself something as a photographer because a lot of people, when they get the iPhone 12 Pro and Pro Max, most likely they do use photography a lot. But the latest iOS update will actually help you get the most out of your phone's cameras. That is because it will include the new Pro Raw feature that Apple has first announced back at its October event. Now, Pro Raw does combine the editing flexibility of Raw with Apple's computational photography skills or tricks like Smart HDR and Deep Fusion for the first time. So you no longer have to choose between the flexibility of a standard RAW file and a JPEG or HEIC file that does have all of Apple's computational magic but limited potential for post-processing because of Pro RAW. Now, obviously, what we're talking about right now is the processing of a picture. So you could see something that you believe is uh, looks amazing and whip out your camera and take the picture. But because of the processing of the, of the picture, it will not look that great. And that's why uh, uh, Apple has came out with the Pro Raw combining these three. Now, shooting raw photos on, on the iPhone is nothing new for now. But for some time now, apps like Halide and Adobe Lightroom have actually let you capture all of the data that the iPhone sensors can gather. And all the usual benefits of RAW are here with Pro Raw, so you don't need a third-party app. All you need is your phone, which will give more of a flexibility and just more of a quality-of-life feature in your phone. So I think you can make better adjustments to facial tone in portrait or even nailed exposure in a landscape shot. But standard images can look very grainy out of the iPhone, since, well, there are still small smartphone camera sensors and they come without any computational photography. So I think a lot of people can understand where I'm, com- where I'm coming from because let's say, for example, you take a great picture on your phone, a beautiful picture. 
You come and you post it, let's say, first of all, Twitter. Twitter's processing, when it does come to pictures or even video, is horrible. Twitter does ruin quality. That's why a lot of people opt to use Instagram. Now, Instagram does bring you the kind of the picture-perfect quality, but again, it's not the same as if you took it on your phone and kept it on your phone just because of the processing. So if you do have the iPhone 12 Pro or Pro Max and you want to share a Pro Raw image, there are various ways to go about it depending on what you're trying to do. So if you want to transfer an Apple Pro Raw to the computer, ensure the video, the photo is unedited and then either airdrop or plug the device into USB and use image capture or the Windows Photo app. So obviously if you have a Mac computer, airdrop it. If not, use an uh, USB. But if you want to share an edited ProRaw photo, edit the photo in the Photos app. Now we do know that iOS 13, Apple gave us a huge arsenary of editing tools in the Photos app. So then after you edit it, you want to airdrop email or even send via messages. A JPG with the edits will be shared. So ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. It's kind of quick and simple. There are various ways to share it. It just depends on what your preferences are. So I have not yet used or updated to iOS 14.3 yet because I just haven't had a lot of charge and I've been using my phone quite a lot these past couple of days. But if you are going to update, let me know your guys' thoughts. And if the, the problems are fixed, which come from the battery drainage, a lot of people were complaining about the battery. And number two, the notifications feature, because a lot of people were not getting text notifications in iOS 14. Obviously, iOS 14.3 is coming as a hot fix. So, ladies and gentlemen, 4215 or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very, very special guest in the studio. It is Omar Adouri, the host of the Halftime Show, the only place to be at three. I haven't seen this man for 14 days. Welcome back, Omar. It's great to have you. It's great to have you back. I'm not used to seeing you without Omnia. Oh, I'm not used to, to presenting without Omnia. You're looking good though, my man. Thank you, brother. It's great to have you back. We do know that you had, uh, unfortunately, you did contract the coronavirus, but alhamdulillah, yes. you're in top shape. Thank so, you so do much. tell us, Omar. What's coming on the halftime show? Coming up on the halftime show, 2020 served us a lot in terms of what it gave us, including COVID. But what is 2021 looking like and what do we learn from last year coming on to the next year? That's the first thing. And also talking about that, Canelo Alvarez fights finally against Smith, stating his legacy as the pound for pound champion. And last but not least, what is happening at Arsenal? That's what's up on the Halftime Show today. I like it. I like it. You heard it here first from the man himself. The Halftime Show, the only place to be at three. But unfortunately, it's going to be wrapping up Future Talk. I used to jump in the spaceship with Omnia, but she's no longer here. She's taking a very well-deserved break, checking out on family. But, ladies and gentlemen, I'm jumping in that spaceship and going all the way to space. But I'm going to be here, same time, same place tomorrow, only here on Pulse 95. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2pm.